Welcome to the Degenerate Nation Podcast, episode 375. Oh, yeah. Feeling alive at 375 with Wendy, as always, as preferred. So we, we, we had a secret survey we sent out to our, uh, our fans in Laos, and um, they unanimously voted to have Wendy on for 375 in our final of our current current run of sponsored episodes that's so nice yes thank so are you going to thank the laotian people have you prepared a statement i would like to thank all of the laotian people for your love and support and in honoring me with this this humble humble way of spreading your ear holes wide open they like their ear holes spread in Laos. <laughs> yes. I'm going to tickle myself with a feather. Hold on. Ooh. Is see. it a Laotian feather? It's a Laotian feather from a Laotian seagull. Ah! Ah! It doesn't do much for me. How, do, how does... Is it... Okay. So when someone gets you with a feather, is it just the um, like the novelty of it or is it the, the lack of control that you have? Is that what makes it ticklish? Because I'm doing it to myself and I don't feel shit. Right. It has to be somebody else, whether it's... So if you're doing something that's painful, like let's say it's popping a zit or picking a scab, it's less painful when you're doing it to yourself. If someone else does it, it gets to be very painful. Because there's no locus of control. Yeah, so tickling is the same thing. Now, you know what you're doing. You know what it's supposed to feel like. But it's that little bit of tickle-tickle that something else is doing to you, whether it's like a stray hair or a kitty cat tail or a lover. Yeah. You know, it, it, it makes you ticklish. It's usually the cats stuff with us. <laughs> it's not the lover. It's usually the cats. Um, well, oh, you yeah. know what's interesting is that I feel like the opposite of that effect is are hand jobs because they're useless. Like, you like, you'd think that it's so great that someone else is touching you, but it's a hand job. Now you are talking about solitary penis only hand only hand job. Yeah, I'm not correct? talking about one of your olive oil hand jobs that you like to give. Oh yeah, I'm fresh off of a analingus hand job, and it's when your lover is calling for you. Come on, jerk me out! Oh yeah, that feels good. Oh, lick the bottle. Oh, oh, you know, it, it's all inclusive. An all inclusive resort stay at Casa Wendy delicious includes butthole lickings excellent so you you uh you rock the pipe when you're licking the hole huh yes lick it and stick it i have no qualms especially when it's freshly bathed it's delicious a freshly bathed delicious butthole what does it taste like not much of anything if anything just a teeny weeny bit of musk mixed with a bit of nuttiness almost like you've just finished a cracker with a little bit of extra crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> what the fuck? Jiffy? Skippy? I like Skippy. Skippy! So, like, Skippy is it nuts. a little bit of Elon Musk or a scent, scent musk? What type of musk are we talking about here? It's an olfactory experience. It's almost like, have you ever heard of the Fleming response? No, we're getting smart in this one. What What is the Fleming response in regards okay. to buttholes? So if you've ever, 
witnessed like the nature channel or whatever and you've seen wild animals sniff each other's butts and then they back up and then they're the one that does the smelling their lip their upper lip curls up and you could see their head raise up like it's mm, mm, mm. i know it's an audio podcast but visualize my lip curling and you could see my teeth and they're using that jacobson's organ in the top of their the roof of their mouth. Just making shit up. No. Where the, where, the, where the fuck is a Jacobson's organ? Okay, the it's, it's little little holes in the top roof of your mouth. And it's it actually lets air in through the mouth and up through the nostril without going through the first part of your nose. Is this and on humans? Like, Okay, well, let's do an experiment. Um... Take your finger and rub it against some part of you that may have a little bit of muskiness. You don't have to necessarily use the butthole. You could use your belly button. Or Wait, am I going to put my finger in my, my crevasse and then in my mouch? Wherever. You do not have to disclose to me since, oh, we should disclose, though, to the listeners. Yeah, well, it's a podcast. We have to disclose how sick we are. Yes, this, no, this is a this is a call-in, so I am not witnessing this. This is what so Fleming's... I'm, res- I'm going to talk about my Fleming's response to my Jacobson's gland. Yes. Did I get that right? You, you did. All right, <laughs> hypothetically, I, I put it in, you know, that, that part that... This is my this is my test to see if I need a shower. Um, I, I put it in, like, my finger in the crevasse between my thigh and my balls. And okay. if there's a little bit of crust, then I'm like, okay, I should probably shower today, right? Okay, so, so should I that, put it there? Okay, and okay, wherever, got it, wherever. got it. I'm not gonna, okay, okay, now what do I do? Up, got it. Bring it up and bring it right in front of your nose, but not so close as you can smell it. Now open your mouth and breathe in, and then like push it up against. I your I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. We need a diagram. <laughs> And you'll actually get a different, different smell, and it's like combining taste and smell. Anyway, male animals use it to scent their females if they're in heat. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They can't just like fuck them. Oh, they can just fuck them, but when you're out in the wild kingdom, okay, and you are fighting for every female. Yeah. Sooner or later, you're going to say, okay, you know what? I only want those that will be able to carry my seed inside them and create another life. I don't want to just fight for fucking. I want to fight for, for reproducing. So That's so weird. Like, why do animals yes. want to get other animals pregnant? Like, we, that- we, as human beings, we're like the only animals that are like, you know what? I don't think I have the finances for that right now. I think I'm gonna table that. You're like, what? You're gonna table like a gift from God, like to to make a child. That's a gift from God. God. Like, I don't understand that because imagine if there's an animal that goes and gets Plan B or something. Like a giraffe is like, nah, they all get Plan B. Fuck this. I just don't think I'm really there yet. It's like. <laughs> Like we made like human beings are like nah, so we made science take care of that. We're like nature or God or whatever created um, pregnancy, the the gestation process, and w- human beings aided by science who was uh, anti God scientists are like 
Nah, let's call this thing. And then let's, as a joke, call it Plan B, too, on top of that. It just eradicates the womb. That's interesting. But here in the animal kingdom, in the real animal kingdom, we're using our Jacobson glands to initiate a Fleming response to decide. And the Fleming response is just to see if they're in heat so you can fuck them and get them pregnant in the raw, raw. You got it. That's amazing. That there's the science behind that or the nature behind that. I mean, you know what? We, I feel like we're, we're on the right track to getting picked up by Discovery Plus. So um, we got to find out who their advertisers are so we can be our, be our next sponsor. That'd be classic. Super classic. Yes, I've grown up watching nature on PBS. It I shows. Loved. I mean, you know about Jacobson glands. I don't. I mean, you you know a lot about animals, but what what may I ask you what um what prompted your quest and thirst for animal knowledge, animalistic knowledge of their rituals and behavior? Like, did you? You you grew up on the property that you're you're at, or close by where there was another farm, or close by. But it was mostly we're gonna go deep and a little dark here. It was mostly because I was socially outcast by other humans. Young, I was bullied, and those fuckers not part of the herd. So I turned to animals. Yes, for. To uh, so that you could like the love that you were born with to give could be healthily like processed out because if you don't like push your love out, <laughs> if you don't push your love out, it doesn't get replaced by by new love. It's like it's it's wait it's you if you don't love on something, you don't get more love to give later. Like you just it rots inside of you if you don't get to love. Right? right, and you don't end up right. just like overly loving yourself. It's quite the opposite, because you're right. we're we're young and we're vulnerable. We got our sensitive Jacobson's glands, and we're, we are um, we're susceptible to comments and actions of of others who are just trying to find the herd that they are protected around, and it's all a myth because everyone's doing the same thing, right? I think so. You know, yeah, and so there's perceived weaknesses. From... Yeah, there's perceived weaknesses yeah. in people that are, that are that are different, that have different like interests or different quirks, or different sometimes in the more so in the past like different levels of, like intelligence or physical, um, impairment. And I, I think society has done a good job of leveling the playing field, sort of for those types of individuals like with educating people on like you know what this person is uh, a word that they, they change the wording and stuff so we don't use things that are are considered um offensive and stuff and that that probably helps the people that are you know whether they can process it or not that are being made fun of right but That's we're deep. we're still yeah we're still lagging behind on people like us i think that we're just different like just different people more susceptible to love constipation than everyone else love constipation oh it's all affecting here the degenerate nation i love that pbs was my laxative pbs was your laxative what for love constipation oh yeah so you um so you started uh surrounding yourself with animals when you were younger 
That's awesome. I didn't have as many varieties as I do now. Yeah. Of course, when you're an adult, you can make your own choices and right, you know, right. judge what you can take care of and everything. But as I was growing up, we were always had a, at least one dog and one cat, and they were my friends. Aww. So. That's yeah. awesome. You know, yeah, I, 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 I can actually seg into a couple things there. Um, I had stuffed animals, and I had my brother, but, and my neighbors were like frenemies, basically. Both of them, both next door neighbors were frenemies. I think I've mentioned them on the show. At least one family was like a horrible family. The other family was just busy. So the kid grew up kind of like a weed a little bit. Like he was raised partially by his grandma just because his parents were working a lot. Like at a, they had a restaurant, a couple restaurants. And so they, they got home late. It wasn't like they didn't care and they cared a lot. It's just like it. sometimes if there's natural mischief levels in your personality, like – and you're a, a, a young boy, like, a grandma's not going to, unless she's like a hardcore fucking grandma, she's not going to be able to do shit, right? So he, he, he chased me around with a crossbow once when we were, like, in fifth grade. Whoa. Yeah, so, like, I don't know why Hunger the fuck. I, it was Hunger Games shit. I was from District 13 and I was getting eradicated. Like, it was just ridiculous. I, I'm, I was, like, screaming terrified, but also, like, on the inside, like, thought it was oddly hilarious and, like, fascinating. I just remember that con- con- conflicted feeling when I'm, like, running around the yard. No no adults present. No one no knew. I don't even think we told on them. That, you know what? That's the thing is snitches do get stitches eventually in life. And I was never really that much of a snitch, you know? I'm like, maybe I should have been because that was horrible. <laughs> He's a fucking crossbow. I never told my parents at all. It was oh just like, he's just, and we were friends with him, but it was just like, oh, I'm going to fuck these guys today. I'm going to like mess with them. It was weird. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, so maybe that's probably why I didn't have a pet because uh, uh, my, my mom was kind of allergic to dogs, I think, or not allergic, just didn't want one. And so we didn't really push hard on it. It was just like, we were good, like, me and uh, my brother were, like, kind of good kids for the most part, and we didn't, like, whine about it. We were like, oh, okay. And then I was like, I'll play with my stuffed animals, you know? But your stuffed oh, animals yeah. didn't, like, pet you back or love you back, you know? It was just like, mm-hmm. not that our listeners' stuffed animals won't love them back, but mine in particular did not. Um, So I, I did that thing, and so I, I don't know. When I, I work with kids right now, and um, when I see or see or hear evidence of past bullying or current bullying, it, it gets to me and I make sure that I can do whatever I can to help them in that situation by step one is you just listen, right? You listen to them. Even if the story goes in nine different boring directions, the important, which it does, but the important thing is that you just listen to them talking about how they feel about it. And you ask them how they felt about it. And then you just kind of steer them in in the direction of um, this is a temporary situation in your life. However, it's happening right now, so it is real. Like, it is real. It is something you're feeling. Your feelings are real. Your feelings are valid. But this person that's doing this to you or these people that are doing this to you are not always going to be a part 
of your life, if you're feeling your feelings now and you don't bury them, if you tell an adult, if you tell like your family, tell a teacher, tell someone like me that's just a mentor type of figure. Yeah, that's right, Degenerate Nation. That's right, Laos. I'm a mentor figure. Who would have thunk it? Um, but you got to tell somebody when you're when you you're getting picked on because, I mean, I don't know what you did. I don't know sometimes what I did, but like, you know, you might not turn out to have healthy outlook and 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 find outlets that are creative and weird and stuff. You might just get swallowed up by it, or your kids might, or your you know you're someone that you cared about or could have cared about more but they just don't care about themselves enough because they didn't yeah we did say a snitches get stitches but you gotta speak up if you're in trouble in any situation you gotta speak up to somebody right speak up to yourself too be speak up to that inner self that's like fuck this you know there's everyone has that part of them right that's like it's like man and sometimes it's like telling somebody that can possibly help you and they sometimes they will fail you unfortunately or it's like finding different ways to cope with feelings of loneliness or anything like that like i had my stuffed animals you had your real animals <laughs> united sports hell yeah and my little ponies i would always have races and they would have their shoebox stables and yeah of course i would imagine different scenarios with them that's great. You know what else is important to do when you're a kid? What is that? <laughs> this is our greatest seg yet. It's important to have meals. It is important to eat. It's important to have nutrition, right? To it is. Bare minimum, we got to feed our kids. We got to feed them good shit. All right, so here you go. We have, this is the third episode in a row. That we have an amazing sponsor I'm really proud to have be associated with. Because here at Degeneration, we try to do what we can to help out and make a difference in the world. Typically, that is attempted by us screaming out into the void and trying to share some humor and hope. Today, we're even getting covering that hope part pretty good, I think. But now, however, we've been gifted another way to make a small difference in the world. And guess what it comes with, Wendy? What is it? Coffee! Oh, beautiful start to a beautiful day. Yeah, in my case, a beautiful finish to a beautiful day, too, sometimes. We are very proud of our first official sponsor, Free Lunch Coffee. They've been working with us for a couple shows now. In addition to making specially grade, certified, organic, and fair trade coffee, they're on a mission to end hunger from the lives of young children. When you buy just one bag of Free Lunch Coffee, you're also providing 10 Meals to children in need. And 10, ten meals. That's a lot. That's wow. great. And free lunch coffee gives away 50% of the money they make to end hunger in the lives of young children. That's not all. Because there's an exciting part for us and our listeners. And we've already taken, at least one of our hosts has already taken us up on, them up on this offer. Free lunch coffee is offering a 10% discount to our listeners. That's all over the world. They will ship. We have our very own coupon code. Use the code DEGENERATE at checkout and save 10%. And DEGENERATE is spelled D-E-G-E-N-E-R-A-T-E. DEGENERATE at checkout. Save 10%. Please check them out at freelunchcoffee.com. 
they will offer you 100% happiness guaranteed for 30 days. If you don't absolutely love their coffee, they'll give you a full refund. But I can't see why you won't love it, because we do. Again, visit freelunchcoffee.com. Browse the site. They got mugs and tumblers and other neat stuff. And remember, every purchase provides 10 meals to children in need. And use our dang promo code DEGENERATE at checkout. And just just do it. Be, become a if, if you like the coffee, stick with it. Because how many other companies out there... Um, I know there's there's some, I know it's a business model that exists in the world, but I've, I haven't heard of it for um, for refreshments before for coffee, um, to that you perform charitable acts with some of your your proceeds like that's that's great, because <laughs> like I I do honestly Wendy believe that people that listen to our show care about stuff they just have a different probably darker sense of humor than a lot of places are will have you know a lot of. A lot of uh, a lot of people will watch like or listen to some like hokey bullshit, and we're like telling you like it is, doing some weird shit. A lot of jokes about Plan B tonight, apparently, um, and the the Jacobson glands and stuff. Um, you you never know. This coffee it might smell so damn good it could activate your Jacobson glands. It could very well do that. I think it would. Yeah, it's gonna activate him an olfactory explosion in your mouth and your nose. Yes, yes. Mm. It's going to percolate inside of me. I'm definitely going to order some because I'm really curious. And, I mean, I, I drink, I normally drink Keurig or like McDonald's iced coffee. Keurig because it's just here at my place. And the McDonald's because it's, it's cheap and it's close by to my work. But I'm willing to upgrade for a good cause. I mean, not just because they, they sponsor me, but us because but because like kids man dude that's awesome i didn't like when i was growing up like okay i didn't i didn't i didn't face the issue of being taunted for getting free lunch or something but because can you believe kids do that shit no and it's like it yeah it's like can we okay if you're a bully out there you're a young bully and for some reason you're listening to our show thank you for listening um what can you at least limit the bullying to things that they can control yeah like patrice yeah let's oh let's talk about patrice so was this supposed to be a three-way today i was so looking forward to it i waxed and everything you waxed for the three-way were you gonna um we're gonna talk ask him about his fingers he does like to brag about his fingers he looks like the guy that that goes for it with his fingers. Does he, like, exfoliate and put emollients on his hands and <laughs> keep his nails well-groomed? No, his nails are rigid and weird. Uh, no, no, no. Patrice, do not do that. He probably bites him. He has well a, he's anxious, so I don't know. Well, should... As long as they're bitten short. Oh, I hate the snaggle finger on the fingering. Well, yeah, you don't want to pull your hood off. Oh, then part of me would fall off onto his hand. Like that, uh, like that yes. friend I had in college, that, that story I told you? With the, yeah. the, the, the thing that he thought was yeast? Question for him. God, Did that's he gross. groom his fingernails? Maybe he hurt her. I don't know, probably. It's like, what are you, the vigorous fingering there, it's like, ridiculous. It's not that difficult to keep yourself clean when you're a woman. I know that there's a lot of maintenance, 
so it's not necessarily difficult to clean. It's just routine and regular, and then everything is cool. But for those of us that have all these beautiful parts, treat them with a little respect. I mean, if you would like to feel what's up there, groom your hands. It's not that hard. Trim your nails, buff them a little bit, maybe. Keep them clean. Use uh, some moisturizer once in a while, and just make sure it's... I like a good antibacterial soap. I don't know if you do. Oh, yeah. I soak I sew my fingers. Yeah. I soak them, I soak them rhythmically. Finger you, what are you, glove? You're wearing like OJ Simpson isotoners to get fingered. That's great. Uh, or, or latex or nitrile. What the fuck is yeah. nitrile? Is that like made from Jacobson it's, glands? I think it's for those that are sensitive to latex, sensitive to rubber. Is it okay? So, is it um, by saying that you can only use nitrile and then like, oh, you don't have nitrile? I guess we'll just go raw. Does that work? Just because I I feel like remember last yesterday's show, we talked about um, a very important thing, which is how to grift, how to lie and grift. Yes. Um, don't you feel that upgrading your lovemaking to a raw experience is part of that, a vital part of that? You know what? It was so important to me. When I lost my virginity, I think I've told you this before. Yeah. That I did that raw. Yeah. Just because for me it was that initial experience, and it had to be close. It had to be with somebody I trusted. Thank goodness it was. But he turned out to be a dick later. That's fine. But. Yeah, I mean, most of us will, to be honest. Like <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but to go raw, I mean, it's it's it transcends all barriers. Yeah, and I do you feel that it's amoral to be like, oh, I have a latex allergy? You mean in order to, well, you know what? I think that you'd have to be honest with that. How's that? I would that? rather somebody tell me that they were not allergic to latex, but they just had to go raw. Yeah, that's and what I would do. I, it's just I haven't been in a position where it was presented to me this or nothing like with a condom and I chose nothing, but I could, I, I feel like I have the moral constitution to do that. We're like, eh, pass. I mean, if it's someone I really cared about, I, I would still go through with the supposedly holy experience with, with the, um, the aforementioned condom on, but like it, it just wouldn't be as magical. Right. And I'd have to fight through, my internal battle of like, do I feel feelings? <laughs> like, because that, you know, like when it's your, when that thing is like, well, condomed, um, you know, stifled, do you still feel the same marginal emotional connection or, or better with, with someone? Or is that hurt by that? And does it ultimately hurt the quality of that experience in that relationship? Okay, that's a good question. Yeah, I can only tell you from a, a female perspective because that's me, from the receiving yeah. of the penis. However, I do have a theory on what you are feeling. I believe that when your penis is encased in a condom, it lowers the sensitivity, which means it heightens the sensitivity of something else. Let's just say, for instance, you were a blind person. Now your sense of touch is now greater. Your sense of smell is now greater. Okay, well, now you have 
cloaked your penis in blindness. So now your sense of thought is greater, your sense of touch is greater, your sense of smell is greater. So now you're focusing away from the penis, and that's when those thoughts keep gyrating in your head. Uh-oh, uh-oh, should I really be here? Am I experiencing this? Am I liking this? Am I enjoying myself? Is she enjoying myself? I'm getting lost in my head. I'm getting lost in my thoughts. Oh, no, the magic is gone. The magic is gone, but I'm still three-fourths hard just by nature. And, like, you don't even know. I, I... I felt like before, where I was like, is she faking enjoying this right now? Because I am. I was like, or like, am I, is this working? Like, I don't feel much. Like, am I still like hard enough? And like, looking down, I'm like, oh, I think I am. This is weird. Do you have to look at your penis to see if you're hard? No. <laughs> no, not usually. No. Oh my goodness. No, nope. <laughs> if you did then you knew it was not working for you. Well, I mean, yeah. Mm. I mean, you could try to get it hard again by using your Jacobson's organ and smelling her and seeing if you can't trigger it because now your sense of smell is greater. I don't know if it would work. You'd have to experiment. I want to experiment. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. You'd have to wear a condom to experiment. Jesus, that's horrible. I know, I know. Why? Is it worth it for science? I'm not going to wear a condom for science. I won't wear a condom for anything. All right, then. Fuck it. Go raw. Yeah, you know, you know that's that's what's up. Um, back to Patrice, speaking of going raw. Mm. So raw fingers. He, so he, he lost his vaccination card, apparently. Wait a minute. Is it like a V card? The he, vaccination card is now a V card? No, I think I, I might have. I lost mine, too, but uh, I think <laughs> it's around somewhere. No, the vaccination card. Um, so that would be really pathetic if the only vaccinated members of this podcast were that lost their cards already. Um, so, and and then he's like, yeah, they had to go to dentist thing for about, I thought it was about my wisdom teeth, but it turns out I had to get cavities fixed. I was like, how do you not know what your dentist appointment's about? Maybe he had a yeast infection in his molar. (laughs) I was like, so like, I was just checking like. If, you know, you guys are, are, are if you got it, it covered tonight, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to f- put you on your mouth is still numb from an appointment you didn't know you had. Way to be on top of it. Oh, he might bite his tongue. Yeah, he's like, it's still a little numb. I'm like, dude, it's fine. But I was like, I am going to make fun of you. <laughs> I have to. Oh, dear. He's fall. Oh, he- dear. One might say that he's falling apart, but he's all he's he's so far apart at this point that he's just in shambles. And I don't know I don't know what else to do. Oh, uh, so when a stallion, a male horse, can't use his Fleming's response from his Jacobson's organ anymore, and he's starting to founder and he's starting to fall apart. Whether it's his legs or his teeth, and he's getting old a little bit old at the lip. It's time to put him down. So join us next time when we we put Patrice down. <laughs> Putting down my co-host, Patrice. So, Wendy, where can they find us socially to communicate oh, yes. with us? If you are inclined to write us an email about your Jacobson's organ, email us at DegenerateNation at gmail.com. Mm. Hit us up on Facebook at DegenerateNation or DegenerateNation Podcast. You can go on Instagram at Degenerate Nation Podcast, 
Twitter is at Degenerate Show, or I am at Degenerate Wendy. Mm. And you can donate to the cause, the claws for the cause, and so <laughs> you can get your scars at <laughs> patreon.com slash Degenerate Nation. And donate to help save Patrice. We don't want to really put him down. We would like to get him, you know, some good bandages for his legs and, you know, one of those little squirty things. What's the yeah. best cure? Is it Vagisil for your yeast infection for your tooth? Do you want to gargle Vagisil? Yeah, he's going to gargle some Vagisil. He's going to, like, they make it orally, oral, like, uh, fizzy things, like effervescent uh, tablets or whatever. What was that shit called for your dentures? <laughs> they make it for your oral yeast. Ugh, I'd rather flavor Pop Rocks than try it that way. <laughs> We're going to save him, but only you can help contribute to this cause. We're going to Degenerate Nation on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Degenerate Nation. Um, we have that promotion going still. I, How long are we going to keep that going? Until it's butcher season. So the lamb is butchered. It will go nameless unless one of our patrons steps up with a name so if you've become a patron recently or about to tonight or tomorrow or whenever into ever um shoot us that email at degenerate nation at gmail.com or message just one of the other ways that we instructed and name that lamb so we got a lady lamb and a go- a, a, a goyam a boy lamb <laughs> yes yes you and you name them before they go to the shop right Exactly. And the dead lamb has already been named, so uh, thank you for naming him person that will not be named. Yes. Poor dead lamb. It's funny, while we were talking, I was like doing the ad. Um, my, uh, my dad came in just to drop Callie off, the kitty off, so he can go to sleep, so Callie doesn't like bother him at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was I I got like slightly nervous when I was reading this ad. I feel like I was got caught doing something. Like yeah, I got caught trying to help children. <laughs> so like, we're gonna. I feel like the new coffee of the show, even if they never pay us another mind, is gonna be free lunch coffee because I'm just like really excited about that. And I I told the uh, CEO that I was like, you you guys like definitely raised the bar on what I would consider for sponsors because i was definitely nervous about uh, nervous about it and on some level like partnering with somebody initially because um mm-hmm. part of it is like, you know it's like they said in scarface all you have in this world is your word and your balls and i don't break them neither for nobody <laughs> but it's like all you got is your is your show integrity and whatever bullshit you say and if you if you do something that cancels out your show integrity then you got yeah nothing right so like I I'm really into the mid roll because you got to it's like let me get you to that mid roll and that's all the audience can sit back listen up like this is who I've chosen to associate myself with I realize what I'm doing I realize if it comes off as inauthentic that's what it is because you're right it is inauthentic if it if it comes off that way because the listener, it's a subjective experience. I mean, objectively, are you an amazing person? Yes, Wendy. Do you do an amazing Aww. job as my co-host? Yes. But if someone thinks we suck, then we suck. For that person, we're not we're not inter- interested in changing your mind if you think we suck. 
we just want to keep doing what we're doing. And if we get an opportunity to partner with a cool, cool organization along the way, fuck yeah, I'm going to do it. But I'm going to do it mid-roll for Laos because Laotians love the mid-roll. They can, like, take a breather for a sec, listen to a message, hopefully about a product they can connect with and find it to be useful. Because I'm, I'm, we going worldwide, and I want products, companies, organizations, people that appeal to that worldwide shit, okay? We, we yes. going worldwide. You talking about the world? Yes, we are. We are talking about the world. We're going to own it someday. And you guys are along for the ride, you fucking degenerates. Good night.